This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Did it again. Woods went to the bathroom at 6.59.45. Like, he has no idea that every single hour, on the hour, we come right back and have a second. At some point, is he going to figure this out? We, it's a three-minute break heading into the top of every hour. Every single, the every single day. Yeah. yeah. And he talks to us for two and a half you go, minutes. You always go to the restroom, 6.59. And then he goes to the bathroom. I didn't want to bail on the conversation we were having. But I had to Very polite of you. Honestly, be impolite. Just go walk out in the middle of the conversation, right. and then you're back for the yet. start of the segments. Got to get your head in the right place. We got take on Woods coming up. You have not lost yet this year. I believe you had two wins a and a tie, tie last week. A chance to qualify for a getaway to Las Vegas in just a couple of minutes. It's our music trivia challenge. You want to call up eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three? We'll need a contestant. Uh, Polly will sift through the phone calls. Or not. We'll find out how many people call in today. 833-288-0973. That's coming up in just a couple of minutes. All right, we'll get back to football and yesterday's regular season finale in a little bit. Did want to mention, though, Friday, right after, of course, right after our show, but like 1030, I think it was, uh, news breaking that Fernando Tatis Jr., I think Dennis Lynn of The Athletic had it first, has been cleared to return to baseball activities. Which is um, fantastic news. I was, I was a little worried that the you know the Padres have been overly optimistic with some of their timelines in the past. That's, when it's come that's, to player returns, that's a safe way to put it. Yeah, and when they said, yeah, we think he'll be ready by spring training. You know, hopefully sometime in January. You know, ready to go, pretty much full bore. I go, okay, I'll believe you this time again. You can pull the rug out from under me when we show up at spring training. They say, oh, no, you know, Tatis is doing well. You know, he's going to work on the side for a couple of weeks. and We're going to practice an abundance of caution. I can write it for you if you want. Like, you know, you can see it happening. But instead, here we are in the, the first week, essentially, of January. And they say that Tatis cleared to return to baseball activities, which I... I don't know exactly what that means, but I assume, you know, hitting in cages and well, running around bases. Hitting, throwing. Playing defense. You hit the ball, you throw the ball, and you catch the ball. I mean, I, there's no other activities we really need him to be able to return to. Scorekeeping. So. That's a baseball yeah, activity. That's true. Yeah. Scorekeeping is what? Uh, uh, you can lace your glove. Yeah. That's I mean, also we, a baseball He's not activity. cleared to return to, you know, base jumping activities Correct. or 
anything really dangerous, but he can play baseball, which is all we really need him to do. And uh, also that he is going to be doing said baseball activities, as was discussed earlier in the offseason, here in San Diego. So, He's here now. Yes. He could be up and listening. Good morning. Fernando, if you're listening, good morning. Welcome eight, back. 833-288-0873. <laughs> yeah. What? If you want to play Take On Woods, I would love to take you on. Nothing would make me happier. He comes in and just whips my ass uh, in hair metal or something. But, uh, no, if you're up and listening, Fernando, you have the floor. This is your show, 833-288-0973. Come on in and co-host with us. Whatever you want. <laughs> Do whatever you want. So, yeah, he's, he's here. Uh, we'll be here for the next you know five, six weeks, and then off to spring training with the Padres next month. But uh, that is a great sign. Uh, that everything is as they hoped it would be for Fernando Tatis Jr. Remember, he's not just coming back from one surgery. It's actually three surgeries. It's the wrist, the shoulder, the wrist again. and then the wrist again. So there certainly was plenty of room for just one thing to go wrong in any of that and delay the timeline. So, yeah, now, fantastic again, I, news. I almost said something, but I didn't want to jinx it, so I won't. I'm not going to. Uh, but what I will say is... As baseball activities resume, that probably means a lot of swinging, a lot of hitting off the tee, a lot of front toss and soft toss and things like that. So fingers crossed that that everything is healed and ready to go. There could be unusual soreness sure. and not having done it in a long time and, yep. and things to work through still. It's not not necessarily just going to be an absolutely but, smooth progression back to best player in baseball sure. you know in, in 6 weeks but but you know it, it is it's it's lily pads right you just go from lily pad to lily pad and you you check one off you check all the boxes and so far all the boxes been checked in a positive light for Fernando Tatis Jr. I did spend my Friday night uh with Bo lying in bed watching him hit nukes 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 off some of the best pitchers in baseball just owning Walker Bueller you know, that ball he hit off Ryan Presley in Houston, up onto the tracks. I just, and again, defensively, the whole thing, I'm telling you, you forget. I've said this before. I've done this exact same thing with my son before. You forget. Until you see it, you forget. You remember faintly. I think he was a pretty good baseball player. Yeah, I, he was really good. He did some really exciting things on the diamond. Then you watch it and you go, oh, my God, oh, my God, please, kid, be healthy, because you just feel like a healthy Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> the sky's out, the out, sight, out of mind. You don't watch something for a year and you, you forget how special it was. You're absolutely right. If you have an extra 15 minutes, all you have to do is go to YouTube and put in Fernando Tatis Jr. highlights. Tying run at the plate, two outs in the ninth. And the pitch to Fernando is hammered to deep left. God. Will it stay fair? It does! Tracks in left, and we are 6-6 six, six in the ninth. I remember that game. Oh, my God. That ball was absolutely murdered. murdered. Remember, he, they dropped a foul pop-up right before that. Yeah, they, they did. They ended the game. They did. And the Padres ended up Guriel, wasn't one. it, at I, first? I think so. Yeah, something like that. Um, we still don't have a contestant. Fernando has not called in, so that opens the door for everyone else out there, Tier 1s, to play Take on Woods here. We're just a couple of minutes away, so do dial now. 833-288-0973. You can be our contestant. You can win a trip to the win, Las Vegas, and tickets to see comedian Sebastian Menescalco. Uh, but you need to call us, 833-288-0973. couple other uh, baseball moves over the weekend. Phillies um, improving again Lord, with a man. trade. They acquire two-time All-Star reliever Gregory Soto from the Detroit Tigers. 
along with Roger Clemens' kid, Cody, yep. in a trade for... Yeah, Matt. Who is it? Matt Veerling. Matt Veerling? Yeah, um, a couple other players that were in there. Nothing that you go. Oh Ooh. yeah, they, they gave up a lot. No, they didn't really give up that critical of pieces to get much better in their bullpen. So the defending National League champions continuing to try to keep pace with everybody else in what well, looks like an absolutely loaded National League right now. So think about what they've got now down in their bullpen. Matt Strom is a lefty. Uh, now I'm gonna. Paulie and I are actually gonna see him n- this weekend, and I want to ask him, "What's your plan? Like, are they gonna? Are you gonna swing, man? Are you gonna like spot start? Are you going to come out of the back end of that bullpen?" Because Jose Alvarado now from the left side, Soto now from the left side, Sir Anthony Dominguez from the right side, three of the nastiest, nastiest pitchers at the back end. Phillies are looking at five, six inning games again, um, and that's we we had it, we've had it here before. It's kind of what you look for. It's kind of what you want to build your roster to. Now, guys got to perform. Starting pitchers got to get you there. But if you're the Phillies, man, what a steal. I felt like that was an absolute steal by them. NL is absolutely so dirty. They're just dirty everywhere. Uh, One other uh, reliever note. Best wishes out to what seems like a really good guy. Uh, Former A, now White Sox closer Liam Hendricks, uh, who announced that he will be starting cancer treatments for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and and hopefully those go well and and he'll be able to come back and pitch this season but certainly always a a scary the c-word always scary and we've seen a couple of other athletes deal with this in the past as well but uh best wishes out to liam Hendricks. he's an aussie right he is an aussie yeah he's an aussie uh and he's been a really good pitcher there in the american league we don't see him much here in the national league but uh good good guy skip bayless hasn't tweeted well who's going to close games for the white Sox now i that tweet is if he cared (laughs) about all of a sudden doesn't seem so relevant right yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) all right i don't see any fernandos on the line but we do have a, a contestant or two ready let's get to it and play a little take on woods it's time for take on woods Woods. Woods. Brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. All right, Sergio in Point Loma gets in today. Good morning, Sergio. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you? All right, welcome to Take on Woods. It's uh, five questions, musical trivia, head-to-head against Woodsy. And if you can beat or tie him, you will qualify for our grand prize drawing trip to Las Vegas it's a night at the win, fancy, and two tickets to Sebastian Maniscalco and his one night stay. Uh, it is uh, he's been sold out all year long. He's got a Netflix special titled "Is It Me?" Uh, he's going to be back in March and May for dates on the third and fourth of March, twenty seventh, twenty eighth of May at the Encore Theater at the Win. And tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster dot com. And Sergio is gone. What happened to Sergio, Paul? I don't know. Uh, this is really bad timing because this, this is, is a live television show or radio show. Wrong job. We do radio. Now we need someone else to call in or Sergio to call back. 833-288-0973. Or Woods, we can bring him back in for a second. Call now. I know it takes a second for the phone lines to, to get charged up again. Well, Come again, on, that's that's the prize. I can throw out the categories right now if that will inspire anybody. we got Bottoms Up, five song titles that end in the word up. Believe You Me, uh, five song titles including the word Believe, and Super Duper, our new category, uh, which is five musical answers that contain the word Super. All right, uh, we got someone on the line again. Let's go out to, looks like Steve. Steve, you've played this game before. Uh, Sergio's loss is your game. Good morning, Steve. 
Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. All right. Uh, you know all the rules. I've just gone through the prize, so let's just get to it again. The categories are bottoms up, believe you me, or super duper. Which one would you like to play? Uh, wow. Let's try bottoms up. Bottoms up. All right. This category, Steve, features five song titles that all end with the word up. You'll have 60 seconds. Pass if you don't know one. We'll come back if there's time left on the clock. And, Paul, you'll start with our two-second song. You'll get a short clip of a song that ends in the word up. You need to give me the title and the artist to score the point, and we'll go from there. Steve, you ready to play? Sure. All right, back up uh, contestant Steve, ready to go. The category is bottoms up. Your 60 seconds begins when Paul plays our music. Good luck, Steve. Here we go. Let's take on Woods. Shaking up the car. Correct. Aloe Black provides the vocals for which 2013 debut hit by late Swedish DJ and record producer Avicii. Pass. Morgan Wallen is one of the country artists to release a cover of which 2013 post-rehab Jason Isbell song about his wife Amanda Shires. Even though it's often played before NFL kickoffs, which song did the league ask the Rolling Stones to censor slightly during their Super Bowl halftime show in 2006? Uh, Something up. God, Pat, I'm sorry. That's okay. Originally recorded for the movie New Jack City, which song became the 1991 debut single for the group Color Me Bad? Sex you up? Oh, close. It's, yeah, it's, I'm going to give him a point. I want to sex you up, but I'm going to give him the point there and give him two. You got Shake It Up by The Cars, Wake Me Up by Aloe Black and Avicii, Cover Me Up by Jason Isbell, and Start Me Up by The Rolling Stones. So let's bring Woods back in. We had a little phone issue. We lost our first contestant, so we had to get another one, and that's why you were out there for seemingly forever. I was about to say, would you guys give this guy four minutes? No, no. Was, <laughs> we had to do a backup plan here. All right. The score is locked in, though. Reset our 60 seconds, our two-second song. Woodsy doesn't get the category. That's the advantage. Time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Steve. Let's shake it up by the cars. Correct. Aloe Black provides the vocals for which 2013 debut hit by late Swedish DJ and record producer Avicii. Wake me up. Correct. Morgan Wallen, one of the country artists, to release a cover of which 2013 post-rehab Jason. Correct. Even though it's often played before NFL kickoffs, which song did the league ask the Rolling Stones to censor slightly during their Super Bowl halftime show in 2006? Start me up. Correct. Originally recorded for the movie New Jack City, which song became the 1991 debut single for the group Color Me Bad? I want to sex you up. Five for five. Very good, Woodsy. And a nice start and a 5-2 win to open the week. It was worth the wait. That was one of your better performances. Steve, thank you for playing. Not going to happen today. Not with a performance like that by Woods. The category, he got two. Uh, He struggled in the middle portion of the game. (laughs) That's the worst song. Uh, The category, Bottoms Up, which was uh, song titles that end in the word up. I had that soundtrack. Movie kicks ass, by the way. I want to sex you up. Have you ever seen New Jack City? I've never seen New Jack City. So I want to sex you up. God, yes, 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 yes. I have heard that song. I bet you have, you deviant. <laughs> never seen the movie. 
I've also heard Cover Me Up live. Yes. Jason Isbell. Oh, made me cry. So good. Very good. And I'm very tired of Start Me Up at NFL games 100%. before the kickoff. Yeah. The, you know who I'm else in. is tired of it? The Stones are tired of playing it. Those, that, and, and Satisfaction. They're like, oh, my God. Did he, do you really want to hear this again? Play, I'm playing it for 40 years. So bad. We have a really good Don't Do This coming up next. Uh, I've got a college basketball coach who somehow sent five of his own players to the hospital. Hey, that's just called t- that's being, being tough. <laughs> that's what basketball should be. Yikes. Wow. And I've got uh, a really, really awful scene last night. We saw the it. On Lions-Packers game. We saw it. We all saw it. You can't do it, man. Oh, and a do-do this. The do-do this is outstanding. The NFL's new colorful character has emerged. It's all coming up next after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. You can tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti Friday morning, 6 p.m. Or Friday evenings at 6 p.m. Former NFL MVP Boomer Esiason, Mike Valenti. Discuss the biggest NFL news, preview the most important games of the week. They're all important now. They're all playoff yeah, games. Yeah, I'd say no so. No unimportant playoff games coming your way. 6 p.m. Friday here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we got a good don't and do do this for you today. This story stood out to me. Perhaps because I remember my junior high basketball days and when we had to what, run lines, whatever it was called back well, then. They called them suicides yeah, back then. We don't then. do that anymore. We don't think we call them that A anymore. suburban Chicago college postponed two men's college basketball games this week after a, quote, rigorous workout sent five players to the hospital. Concordia University, Chicago in River Forest. Also, temporarily removed coach Steve 
Collar, K-O-L-L-A-R, according to the Chicago Tribune. Apparently the team went on a West Coast road trip. Players reportedly broke curfew. They broke curfew. I saw that. Trip. <laughs> yep. And in a uh, a very high intensity practice on December thirty first, according to the athletic department, the coach went put his players through collegiate level circuit training. I don't know. It may go beyond collegiate though, because at the end of the practice, five of the players apparently had to be hospitalized. It's not clear if any of them are still in the hospital. Our athletics program says the college has zero tolerance for harassment or retaliatory actions of any kind and reporting mechanisms in place for students, coaches, and related staff. Now, I'm about to take over uh, in March a t-ball team. I'm going to be the head coach of my son Bo's t-ball team. I can't, I'm going to work these kids, Ben. So, parents, if you're listening and they're on my team, just know... I'm going to work these kids hard. I, I am not the greatest. I think golf is a better sport for me. I'm not a great team player. I remember, and I know. We know Paul and I know. We're our, very, our junior very high basketball aware. coach, Coach Rosengard, who is, by the way, a Tier 1 <laughs> listener, so he might be listening right now. Oh, no. I only remember one practice, really, from my year on the 8th grade basketball team. And it was the day we had just played a really bad game. 8th grade. Yeah. And we had to do all the lines and all around. And I remember, like, I wanted to die. But my thought the entire time was, I didn't even get in the game. I'm a bench warmer. I'm the last guy on the court. Why should I have to be doing all of this? Oh, What's the point? Oh, I, don't even, I don't even get into the games. You're mad at everybody oh, else. Oh, wow. It's not me. A better punishment would have been, sit those guys, play Let you. Me play. Yes. <laughs> But again, I didn't really want to play because I stunk. You got nervous. Yeah, yeah. I was not good. So you I was happy. Uniform. I liked being on the team and sitting on the bench, and it was Rooting cheering. Guys on. guys on. You're I a blue did guy. not want to run and run and run, though. Hey, let's be honest. By the way, last year I ever played basketball let's for be, sure. Let's be honest. It that mentality of everybody suffers because you five <laughs> messed up. That kind of sucks. It does. That kind of sucks. Does. It does. When does a team lose as a team? Uh, it's true. You're absolutely right, Paulie. And I get it. I do get it. When does a team lose as a team? But the guy but who wait, never gets to play doesn't He didn't have to lose do all the as a team. He didn't have anything to do with their losses. <laughs> what did you not root hard I'll enough to right, say? I'll admit, I didn't have anything to do with all the wins either. <laughs> but when they won a big game, I bet Ben was saying, yeah, you yeah, see, you see, see that us? win we had last That's year? True. <laughs> That's true. God bless. There's a fine line in between coaching and being, you know, going over the top. Five, when they started dropping, he was probably like, oh no, OS, oh God, I'm dead. Oh no, I'm about to get fired. Oh, dude. Do you think you could still run a, a line? God. Like one? I mean, we had to run no, like, like four. Ten of them over well, and over again. We've got a nice... Like a full-length basketball no, court. We've, no, we've got a nice long hallway I'm worried because he always was mad. You had to actually touch, touch the it. floor. Yeah. You can't I would always kind of go down to like Swipe my it. knee and kind of reach and not quite make it. And then I get yelled at for doing that, too. Well, right, if you're on uh, social media, we'll have a video up within, I'd say, the hour. I'd like to see this. <laughs> Uh, this is a bad look last night for the second time, second time this season. Green Bay Packers rookie linebacker Quay Walker was ejected for unsportsmanlike conduct. And you see a lot of, of stuff in football games. Emotions run hot and high, as you know. Last night there was a, uh, a, a Lions player down on the field, and the trainer ran out, and, and Quay Walker was kind of standing in the way. So he very gently moved Quay Walker's arm out of the way to say, hey, man, let me get through and take care of my guy. Nothing more than, like, 
you're getting on a train and or a guy, something. Oh, excuse you know, me. Oh, excuse, you just yeah. kind of, you know, jostle. It's he, a little bit of a jostle. He didn't two-hand grab him by the pad, you know, 360 him around. He just moved him like, hey, man, i got to get in here. Quay Walker shoved him right in the back, and the guy was not happy. The refs saw it. They threw him out of the game. So you could say, hey, listen, uh, you know, rookie mistake, literally rookie mistake. This is not the first time this has happened with Quay Walker. It happened earlier in the season as well. Uh, made a tackle out of bounds, and another member of the athletic staff, I think it was against the Bills, was standing there, and Quay Walker got up and shoved him and knocked him down. So this dude needs some help, you know, obviously. Uh, but he tweeted, he did tweet that he feels very sorry. He said, I want to apologize publicly about what happened. I reacted off my emotions again. I take full responsibility of making another stupid decision. Since then, I've questioned myself on why I did what I what I did when the trainer was doing his job. I was wrong. The, the optics of it are always bad. The optics of it are especially bad this week when I mean, we I saw a trainer save a guy's life. It, Look, it, it's this is not something that's not fixable with this young man. It's not. I'm not dra- I don't want to rake him over the coals. It's not something that's unfixable. Just a really bad look last is night. Is it that hard to explain though? I mean, these guys have to be so geeked up and on the edge to play sure. in an NFL football game that yeah, they get a hair trigger sometimes that you think another player's coming in and pushing you out of the way and you react yeah. and you shove and then you're like, "Oh god, that was a trainer going to help some." I I I kind of get it. I kind of get excusable. it too. It's not excusable I though. Get it. Uh Matt LaFleur said, "Look, you know, this is the guy. This guy's been ejected twice this season. I don't think I've ever seen that in my career. And in fact, Ben, the only player since the year 2000 to be kicked out of a game multiple times in a single season. Wow. All right. Speaking of last night's game, a little do do this. Up it up. D D Mega Doo Doo. The NFL's newest quirky star he's has great. emerged. <laughs> uh, now, I mean, he's been in the league for a while with the Packers for several years. Now the Lions in the last couple of years. But I guess I never knew about. Jamal Williams and his um, well, his 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 interests, his different personality. The running back for the Lions, uh, big on anime and Pokemon. We had a clip. What, what was it? A couple? Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. A couple a week weeks ago. ago. Yeah, uh, with Jamal Williams talking about his Pokemon. About I don't watch TV. You don't watch TV? You didn't hear about it? I don't, I'm trying not to cuss. I don't care. <laughs> I just want to play football and go home. She holding me. You're holding me right now. I just want to go home and play Pokemon. We... Go home and play Pokemon? Yeah. Oh. Pokemon. Yeah. Don't do that. You can't disrespect Pokemon like that. Pokemon. Pokemon. Man. Pokemon. Mom. You sound like old. You sounding old. Kind of yeah. <laughs> I don't know what cards you got on. They must have sucked because you, you calling them Pokemon. But it's a fine. Never mind. I'm off topic. I'm off topic. My bad. My bad. All right, so he's also a fan of Dragon Ball Z. Now, my kids would know a lot more about this than I do. Anime, and when they did the starting lineups yesterday, uh, he did one of the Naruto uh, headbands, and here's how he introduced himself. First swag, Kazakage, leader of the hidden village of the demon. First swag, Kazakage, leader of the hidden village of the dead. Not- First swag, Kazakage. Leader of the hidden village of the demons. Running back. BYU. Right. BYU. No. First swag, Kazakage, leader of the hidden village of the dead. This, though, the the, 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 the last one. Unbelievable. It laid me out. I saw it. uh, I missed it live. Paulie said he was watching it live. I missed it. I turned the game off right when it was over. And I missed this. I was scrolling Twitter. And I went, oh, man, this is really, really sweet. And then I went, (laughs) what? What the hell just happened? So listen to his post-game interview. Both. And nothing wrong with it, except listen to how he kind of changes on a dime right on in the middle. A dime. Jamal, you set the franchise record. You broke Barry Sanders' record. What does that mean to you? Oh, uh, 
My great grandfather died on me. I'll just dedicate this to him. I'm just proud. I'm just grateful to do this for him. My grandfather, he was 92, but I'm just grateful for him to be in my life, and I'm grateful to be able to play football and do this for him. So there's a lot of memories, a lot of emotion happening right now, but I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to be able to play this game for my great-grandfather, and I'm glad that he's looking down on me. I know I'm making him proud. You said this ball's for him? Yeah, this is for him. Another thing, stop playing us, man. What? We made we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked their picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I gotta say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. <laughs> Former Packer right here. I saw you talking to Aaron Rodgers for quite a bit after. What'd you guys say? Man, I just uh, appreciate him for my first four years in the league of just showing me how to be a professional. That's unbelievable. I mean, like, just stop my on grandma, a dime. Don't you ever forget. Don't, don't let these tears fool you. Genuine. It's all dog around this mug. Brilliant. All right? dog around this mug. And then all dog around this place. Jamal Williams, new quirky star in the NFL. I just wish he was in the playoffs with the Detroit Lions. And that's don't and do do this for a Monday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, when we come back, we're going to head up to SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles. Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports is at the College Football Playoff Championship. What's it going to take for TCU to pull off the upset? We will ask Dennis. Coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, let's go right out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline because I know our next guest was uh, listening to your West Coast men's health spot during the break, and he's probably now raring to go. Uh, we've got our friend Dennis Dodd, college football insider for CBS Sports, back with us here on Bennett Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, Dennis. Hi guys, that was an inspiring read. Thank, <laughs> thank you, thank you. And if you, uh, you know, listen, if you're interested in acoustic wave therapy, I know a guy. I'll, I'll leave that one alone. I'm, I'm moving on. <laughs> All right, I, I, let me start here, Dennis. Nothing I, I can say to further that. But let me start here, Dennis. I know you're up. I know you're up at SoFi for the college football playoff. I, it's a beautiful stadium. It's is this going to feel like a college football game, though? It's not. It's not a college football stadium. They've talked about 
Yeah, no tailgating really going to be allowed, so which weird. is kind of takes part of that college experience. It's it about as corporate as it gets for a college football game tonight. Yeah, it's got that, that kind of feel. But we went through it really last year um, in Indianapolis where it was Georgia and Alabama. What screams college football more than Georgia and Alabama in the middle of Indiana where it's 8 degrees, you know, indoors, by the way. So this is sort of like that. But I think the SoFi experience, a lot of us who haven't been in it, are really fired up to, to see it. Um, I know the teams are, the officials are. Um, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, but the tailgate, I still haven't had, I still haven't had the tailgate to explain properly. I don't get that. I don't either. It's not like people in Los Angeles don't drive cars and park all the time. Right. So they should be able to <laughs> drive a tailgate. Well, as, as for the game here, I guess my first question I teased it, what does – what does TCU need to do to have a chance in this one? Obviously, Georgia, the heavy favorites, but TCU has been playing as, as underdogs, as the surprise team all year. Can they do it one more time? Yeah, I, I don't think they're intimidated at all. I think the Michigan game gave them more, um, you know, more mental ability, more encouragement that they could match up with Georgia. The storyline going into that game, well, Michigan was found these guys with their physicality. Well, TCU is surprisingly good in the offensive line. They've got a consensus All-American at center coach, Steve Avila. And they're very athletic and good in the front seven. D. Winters was the defensive player of the game for TCU last week. Um, They're very good off the edge. So Georgia won't be able to, I don't know, intimidate them. Uh, You know, we saw what they had to do against Ohio State. They turned the ball over too much too much they had to come back in the fourth quarter but TCU will not be phased by by the fact that you know they're down seven or ten points in the second half I think in six or seven of their games this year they've had to come from behind to win and in consecutive weeks to preserve the season against I think West Virginia and Texas Tech 14 and 18 points down so they're used to being down and I, I think they can match up with them I think George is going to be surprised we're talking to our pal Dennis Dodd here on Ben and Woods this morning. And, you know, everyone always wants to. And, in fact, we did it earlier this morning. You want you, you talk about the quarterbacks. You talk about Stetson Bennett, who's in his sixth or seventh year. He's been at, he's been at Georgia six out of seven years that, that Kirby Smart's been there. So, yeah. obviously, a familiarity uh, with one another, a fam- familiarity with the offense. But you look uh, across at, at Duggan. What I'm interested in are these two coaches. These two coaches are really, really, really good. Kirby Smart's. Uh, timeout in in the last game was just incredible. Probably saved their season. Got them to this game. I'm interested to see how how these coaches square off and how much razzle dazzle and 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 you know letting it all hang out in this last game there will be. Well, Kirby's been here obviously third playoff seventy two and ten since 2019. If Georgia wins, uh, they will tie the all time college football record for two, uh, wins in two seasons. That would be twenty nine. So he's experienced in this type of game. Sonny Dykes is not, but the, thing, the biggest thing about the, the Frogs is that they play so loose. The entire program is loose. They're wide open. We were talking to, talking to Sonny yesterday at the coffee stand in the media room about Quentin Tarantino. You know, and he's about to go up to a press conference. He's that loose. Um, but, you know, you don't know what they're going to be like in a, big, in a big game like this. I told you how they come from behind a lot of times. And Sonny Dykes himself, got, coming into this season, while he was a well-known coach, had only had winning seasons in five of his 12 years as a head coach. Now, obviously, he broke it open this year 
But, you know, he went to Cal. Cal is not a good job. Uh, he did develop Jared, Jared Goff, who, who was there um, as his quarterback. He went to Louisiana Tech. He's kind of a middle program. It may have turned around in 2017 when he was out of the game and became an analyst, the TCU offensive analyst with Gary Patterson. And they saw so much in him that when the Gary Patterson era was ending last year, the school went whole hog onto him because Texas Tech was changing coaches at the same time, and they wanted to get in line for Sonny Dykes first. Sonny Dykes is the son of former Texas Tech coach, Spike Dykes. Right. They didn't want to risk anything, so Gary Patterson was basically told, you know, you can you can have a ceremonial ending to your career or you're gone, and he chose to, uh, he chose to resign. Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports with us. And, and Dennis, I mean, the players come and go, but the coaches, to me, are always the real kind of stars yeah. of college football. And there's the upper echelon, and then above that, there's always been Nick Saban for many, many years. And there's, you know, Chip Kelly, Jim Harbaugh, Dabo Sweeney, the other guys that are just a notch below. Now, no one has ever won two straight college football playoffs, not even Alabama and Nick Saban. If Georgia wins, does Kirby Smart kind of elevate a notch above everybody else into the Nick Saban territory, or is there just no way to get to Nick Saban territory? Well, I think in a way, I think it's happened. I think right now, win or lose tonight, Georgia is the standard. It's no longer Alabama, just because of some of those statistics I cited. Um, there's been one team since 1997 win back-to-back titles, and that was Alabama in 11 and 12. Uh, if Georgia does it, obviously they'll be the next. And what's the common bond between those two? Kirby Smart was the defensive coordinator for Nick Saban in 11 and 12, so he'll have his. What did I? figure out. I think he'd have his fourth or fifth championship ring as an assistant or head coach. So, no, uh, this is a dynasty. Win or lose tonight, it is the new dynasty. Um, they have, I can count five players from the West Coast on their roster. You know, we talked about all the great players going East. There's five really good players from the West Coast. Guys like Keely Ringo, their safety, the defensive back, grew up in Tacoma. What's that, 20 miles from, from the UW campus in Washington? Um, Brock Bowers is from Napa. That's close to Cal. And that's what is happening right now, particularly with SEC schools. They're coming west and stealing players who would make the, the Pac-12 better, uh, but they don't get them. And we've seen what's happened to the Pac-12. And I've seen, you know, the, the already next year's early top 25s. Georgia's been number one on a lot of them. I mean, they, they could go for a three-peat next year if they win tonight. They absolutely could. They have the... Uh, the longest uh, winning streak currently right now in the country, 16 in a row. They're 32 and one in their last 33. Since 2000, there have only been six teams that have gone that well, gone that well or better in that span. And Georgia's beaten them all. They've all been national champions. And last thing, are you hearing anything on Pac-12 or Big 12 expansion as it relates possibly to San Diego State? It seems like things have gone. A little bit quiet lately, but I imagine there's still a lot of discussions going on behind the scenes. Well, it's it's Brett Yormark's uh, stated intent over and over publicly that the Big 12 commissioner to be in the Pacific time zone. And I think that means either, you know, San Diego State, the Pac-12 school, Gonzaga, he's really high on basketball only, obviously. I would venture to say that the Big 12 is going to be in the Pacific time zone in one some way, shape or form. Um, the Pac-12 really does. There's no rush for them to do their contract. But people need to remember this: 
there's two parts to this. They're going to do their TV rights contract, whatever that is, and it looks like it's going to go heavy streaming, so get ready to pay Amazon subscription fans. Um, and then, and then, as a separate exercise, then expand, whether it's, you know, San Diego State, UNLV. As I said before on this show, I, I think San Diego State's prospects are really good in that respect. Uh, and I think it'll happen this year. In fact, I know it'll happen this year. Can't wait till 2024. Um, for that to happen. So uh, no specifics, but uh, just good times for SDSU. All right, Dennis, always good chatting with you. Enjoy the game tonight, and uh, and we'll chat with you again sometime in the future. Thank you. All right, great, guys. Thanks. There Thanks, is Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports, on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Um, anything you like there? I mean, San Diego State said this year is the year it's going to happen one way or another. Expansion, Pac-12, Big 12 expanding to the West Coast. Uh, they just well, got to make sure they're ready to jump if it, if the offer is extended. He said that there's good times ahead for SDSU. Yeah. I, He's I, always been high on their he prospects. Has. He has. I, I, you know, I, I wonder. I was talking to a buddy uh, this weekend when I was working the SEALs game. My boy Mike Grace is a big Aztecs fan, and we were talking about it, and I just said, man, I... I in order for that to happen, to be more attractive, you know, do you need, does it need to be different? Does it need to look different down there on the Mesa, Ben? Does there need to be a different coach? Does there need to be another voice there? Is Brady Hoke going to be the guy that can shepherd this team uh, to that? You know, and, and him as an Aztecs fan was like, look, you know, I, I made the point. I said, look, San Diego State, like the basketball team, you know they're going to have a good defense, right? You know they're going to have a good defense. It's instilled in them. You know San Diego State's going to be able to run the football. They're going to be able to run the football. That's what they want to do. You can do both these days. You have really good teams that can run and throw. It's football in 2023. you got to find a way. Somebody. There's somebody out there, Ben, with an offensive resume that would want to move to paradise and, and work in a new stadium with a good program that has potential. There's got to be someone. I don't know who it is. I'm always the guy that says, hey, all we want to do is bitch about problems without a solution. I don't have one. I know he exists, though. I know he exists because you see you see college football teams every year open it up. They go more aerial. They go more vertical. It can happen. You can have a good defense. You can run the football and have a passing attack, too. All right, we got to catch up with a quick check of traffic. We're not going to break yet, though. We'll come back with uh, already one of the chokes of the year in 2023. Don't say choke. Oh, yeah. That's so tired. It happened after traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Brought to you by Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco. Join rsd.org for more. I'll preface this by saying I wish I could choke and still walk away with $1.5 million which is what Colin Morikawa did in the year-opening Century Tournament of Champions in Kapalua on the PGA Tour yesterday. But how can you say it's not a choke? Colin Morikawa because the, had a six-shot lead going sure. into the final round. And then after the first hole, which John Rahm bogeyed, Colin Morikawa was nine shots ahead. How? Nine shots ahead. Ahead. How do you? How did Rom do? Rom did great. Shot that's a sixty-three. What, that's what I'm saying. He but, was ten under. Or okay, something. but this is a choke. Colin Morikawa shot, and this is a course that I mean, these guys have torn up. The leaderboard is riddled. I mean, there are nothing but sixties here. Sixty-four, sixty-six, and sixty-five in the first three rounds. He could have shot his worst round by four and still won the tournament. Instead, 
He bogeyed three holes in a row on the back nine, 14, 15, and 16. His first three bogeys of the tournament and ended up shooting a 72 and losing by two to John Rahm. Uh, John Rahm played great, but that is unquestionably a choke by Colin Morikawa, who stole the bunker shot, chunked the chip shot, missed putts that he was making all week. And I, I mean, it's hard to close out a PGA Tour event. It is, but... That's a choke. That is I think an it takes away. Choke. I think it takes away from John Rom going out and shooting ten under on a Sunday to win that tournament. Don't you? I mean, he and John Rom he made an eagle on that par five with a fifteenth hole, uh, moved into the tie there. I mean, he played great on the back nine. I had a couple other birdies. I think he went birdie, 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 eagle, par, par, birdie to win. <laughs> Jesus, God. like five under over the last six holes. Uh, to get it it's, done. You know what I call it? An unfortunate convergence of events. Rom is making birdie after birdie, and Colin finally falters towards the end of, of the tournament. Um, but, I, you know, I have always looked at it as... Your, but Colin you, also choked at the Hero World Challenge last year. He had a big lead in the last day. I don't and like that term. He, he like lost two balls, snapped him out like OB. I don't like that term. I just don't He's a like great it. player. I mean, he played great. perfectly for three and a half days. Mm-hmm. Here's the exciting part. Both of those guys are already committed to be at Torrey Pines in two weeks. I like them both the Farmers a lot, Insurance a lot. Open. And they're both easy to root for as well. Max Homa, top five. Tom Kim, J.J. Spawn. Good tournament to start the year on golf. Uh, we'll come back, reset the show. we got a lot to get to. Aztecs basketball, more football. All ahead with Ben and Woods. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.